You're listening to episode 7 of the Triple O Podcast. Triple O stands for Our Opinions Only. I'm Brandon Brown, and I'm joined by my two other co-hosts, Mike Boykin and Stephanie Cassiano. In episode 7, we get into the subject of alcohol and cars. We also talk about everyone being a news broadcaster these days. And we also answer the question, are breakups harder for men or women? Hmm, we'll definitely find out. Remember, Triple O Podcast is not safe for children, so if you got the kids in the car, go ahead and drop them off at Grandma's house. And as always... Enjoy the show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to episode seven of Our Own Opinion with your co host. I'm so amazing, BKA Michael Boykin, aka Mr. Always Right, joined by my other co host, Brandon Brown, Stephanie Cassiano. <laughs> hey, what's up, man? Uh, <laughs> All right. How was your weekend, Brandon? Oh, this weekend it was it wasn't too bad. Um, uh, little Brandon, he was sick, and we spent some time in the emergency room this weekend. And what's so, wrong? With him? Yeah, he had like a stomach bug, and so we took him in and got him seen. But um, prior to that, I don't know. It seems like the way my house always is is just like the I, I call it the sickness goes across the hall because I stay on one side of the house and then everybody else stays on the other side of the hallway so um, generally I'll get sick first and then once I feel better the sickness will go across the hall and everybody else on the other side of the house gets sick and I'm like dang I feel better now y'all sick now <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah wait for me yeah. <laughs> but no but um, uh, beyond that so the, the weekend's been um pretty good been staying busy i had a um an event today um where i had to speak with the the counseling students of delta state university so shout out to them i really appreciate the opportunity to be able to speak to the student body over there the new counselors the new future you know mental health is now so they're they're on their way to make a difference out here so that that was definitely a great opportunity but yeah just kind of been what i've been doing all right what about you over there steph so this weekend I went to the Dallas Cowboy game. Ooh. I don't talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. I know you're not talking. Shut up with your uh, We already know how that went. Four, 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 four. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. You, you're the, you sound like my brother. My brother is a Dolphin fan. He's like, we won, but you have a worse record. So what do you mean we won? Like it doesn't matter if you won. Anyways, <laughs> as I said. Whenever the Cowboys lose, it's a good day, but go ahead. Whatever. I went to the Dallas Cowboy game. Um, we did like a party, like I guess it wasn't really a party bus, um, I, or I don't know what it was. We left Saturday morning from San Antonio, um, went on a bus out there to Dallas, um, took a tour of the stadium, did a whole thing, um, and then we went to the game in the morning, had catered food to us, and then it was, it was a cool thing. That's a daggone shame. You, you got to have that kind of full of experience to make up for a football game. Ain't that something? I was so mad. I was like, all of this... <laughs> For this game i mean i pretty much left fourth quarter i was done i was pissed if i could have threw a shoe in the damn field i would have but you know what I, I heard some somebody told me a long time ago they said if you a single man out there this they said find you a woman that's a dallas cowboys fan because she's gonna already know that you're a loser but she's gonna support you anyway i said man that's powerful <laughs> anyways yeah <laughs> It was a good weekend, though. I mean, it was fun. I know that, you know, not, of course, not the best outcome, but it was a fun weekend. Yeah. That's there all right. Go. All right. My weekend was pretty good. Um, 
So I went to the movie. First of all, let me say this. If you guys have never been to a movie theater in Mexico, I advise you, go. I thought we talked about this before. Yeah, with the, 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 the popcorn the chips with the chips. And, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to say it again because I already started. <laughs> they have Takis in their popcorn. So if you missed the episode where I talked about the Takis in the popcorn, I'm letting you know now. Go to Mexico just for Takis and popcorn. But I wanted to go see Eternals, but Eternals wasn't playing. So we had to go see Halloween, which I fell asleep in. And the person I was with, they kind of gave me a nudge. And I'm like, what's up? It was like you snoring. So oh, no. I, <laughs> so you're you, like, what? Oh, man. <laughs> so you, you're telling me you drove all the way to Mexico to see a movie that they weren't even showing? That you Pretty much. Sleeping? You didn't check the time? You didn't check the movies? No, never no, no, mind. no. It was... I who I was talking to. Never mind, never mind, never mind. Oh, no, my goodness. <laughs> first of all, I checked the times, but I forgot it's a new movie, so they were sold out, so we had to go see Halloween, which, if you haven't seen Halloween, save your money. Wait for it to come out on Redbox. <laughs> not worth it. Red Bo- I forgot about Redbox. The, the, the $3.99 bin at Walmart. <laughs> yes. It's not even worth that. Dang. But Sunday... I watched football. Falcons won, by the way. All right. <laughs> like some other team. And I like to piggyback on what Brandon said. They to a Falcons fan, because you know why? They not expecting the ring. <laughs> or you can go as far as what my friends say. They the Patriots fan, because they don't mind if you cheat. But I'm not <laughs> including If that's what you're into, by all means, Find you a Patriots. They coming out the floodgates since Tom Brady left. So oh. no judgment, no judgment. I think they're anyway. uh, they're Buccaneers fans now, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. <laughs> until, until something else, um, someone else. Oh. I don't know what he was saying, but I think we 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 lost him there. But yeah, yeah sounds like everybody had um, good weekends. Uh, so, but I think we, we got a good show today. We, we, we're, we're discussing a few things. Uh, I think the first thing that we were planning on getting into today, we're talking about these, um, the, the vehicle mandate, the, the, the country, I don't know, things that the, the president passed this, um, the budget for infrastructure, we've been waiting for forever on it, but now that it's here, um, one of the things that he passed for like safety measures for the budget and um, what's going to happen is now that all new cars that are, that are coming out here in the future are mandated to have a system on it in which it uh, does it offers a breathalyzer in order for the vehicle to start. And they're paying like I think like billions of dollars into having um, new automobiles of the future to have this technology. And we have this technology now, but generally is reserved for. The court orders where the judge tells people after they've gotten several DUIs, you need to get this system put on your car so you can blow into it. I don't know if you guys remember the movie from a 40 year old version where they they, they jump in the front seat and the girl's like, Can you blow into this? And (laughs) it's like, (laughs) He's like, Yeah, yeah, sure, why not? And the girl drives drunk and crashes into everything. It's like, That that came out of nowhere. 
So I, I just thought it was pretty interesting. I think to me, it seems like a waste of money. I don't know why anybody would spend this kind of money on, on this such this this old technology to put it in new cars. I, I think it's a waste. I don't, I don't even really feel like we should even be pumping money into this kind of technology. Uh, who, who was it? Uh, I think it's um, uh, Peter Griffin always says, why aren't we funding this? Or why aren't we spending money on this? Anytime like something on, on Family Guy that happened. But I don't think this is something that we should be spending money on. I can agree and disagree with this. So when it comes to, like, I don't know the statistics of ARIs as far as driving is concerned or DUIs, mm-hmm. but I know it's a big thing in America and we waste our money on far more dumb shit than having, you know, breathalyzers in the car. So if it can decrease, no, for real. Like, how much money we um, spend to go to the moon and Mars that's supposed to be life there that we don't know about? <laughs> like, yeah, you, I mean, you're right. So, I mean, if it can keep people safe and prevent someone from causing harm to themselves and others, then why not? Yeah, I I, I, I understand. I, I really do. I understand. But it's just like, man, what 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 are we gonna put a, a, a breathalyzer on next? Like, as soon as you come to work, that's how you clock in. There's just so much control over what we're doing in the world. Like, there's just they're just trying to control every single thing that we're we're doing, and I just feel like that's not necessary. Like the mom was gonna take find a-, a way to drink and drive. Just like the girl on freaking 40 year you're gonna find a way to drink and drive. You have, people have children, they can easily have them blow into that stinking. <laughs> I've never seen it. I don't know how it works, how hard you have to oh. blow or but, or you know, I don't know the what it's gonna come down to, but even and then, okay, so if they can't, if they don't, if they don't pass this test, they just, the car just doesn't start or it like- don't, It won't start. Yeah, it won't start. And I just feel like there's so much things that can, you can get around that. You're gonna waste all that money to not even prevent. They're going to create a technology that, that, that to help you get around this. Like people are right. so crafty because right. people don't like to be told what to do, especially when the government's telling you what to do. There's going to be like this whole whole division of people that's going to that they're going to come against this. I already know. Right. Right. And then it's just like all right, you put breathalyzers on cars. You're going to put an alcohol monitor on baby strollers next. Like if you want to take right. your kids out, you got to blow into the breathalyzer first. But make sure mom's not drinking wine in the park because that's a problem now. But I'll, I'll do you this. Mm-hmm. So, most people who get behind the wheel of a vehicle don't realize how drunk they are. So, this is me playing devil's advocate. Okay. So, you get behind the wheel of the car, you was like, you know, I think I'm good. You blow into it, your car gonna start. You're just like, oh shit, maybe I'm not good. And, or, it's like, you don't have money for an Uber. And I'm pretty sure you're not gonna have somebody go to your car and be like, "Hey, do me a favor, man. Can you blow on this? I'm a little drunk right now. I need to get home." Right? <laughs> you come on. Come but, on. Obviously, it's not going to kill the problem <laughs> completely, but it would decrease the amount of DUIs and deaths, you know, to innocent bystanders who just so happen to, you know, be driving at the wrong place at the wrong time. You got some idiot who decides they want to get drunk and, you know drive like swerve or something like that and possibly get them killed so they should just make um, one type of car with it might yeah it's it's kind of like the whole gun thing it's kind of it goes hand in hand with the gun law 
I understand why it's there. I understand why people don't want it, but at the same time, it should be some type of regulations with everything we do because I don't trust people. I look both ways crossing the one-way street. That's how much faith I have. That's how much faith I have in humanity. So I'm all, honestly, I guess I am all for them having breathalyzers in there because it can actually save a life. I, 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 I get it. I just... I just feel like this is just a little bit like just overkill because like what happens when the when when the alcohol monitor stops working and you ain't drunk? Right. What then? <laughs> so oh, no, man. as my mom as my mom would always say, if a frog ass was glass, it'll break every time it hopped. <laughs> Anyways. What does I got to do with it? I don't know what you're talking about. Like I'm letting Me? you slide over there. Me neither, but anytime I say if, anytime I say my mama, what if this happened? And she say, what if a frog ass was glass? It'll break every time it hop, right? Yeah. Fuck up, go to your room, like. Yeah, yeah mama, you right. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, we can, we can debate what ifs all we want, but if there's anything that can possibly, you know, stop people from driving and i guess the reason i'm kind of passionate about this somewhat is like we've lost people in the military due to you know drinking and driving yeah absolutely I'm pretty sure yeah. the people we lost in drinking and driving like these are good people and i'm pretty sure if they realized they were actually under the influence because sometimes when you're drunk you don't know you think you're fine but you're not right and that car couldn't have stopped then couldn't start, then they could have called somebody and they could have came and picked them up. Yeah. So you you're right. Yeah, I I, I, I do get that. And um because the the, the impact it, it can be devastating as far as like, you know, at the you know the ripple effect that it has on people in their lives. So yeah, you, you you're right. I get that. Like, I just I still feel like it's um overstepping. But that that's just me. But yeah. I mean, that's the same same thing. But I think they're just trying to, it's just too much. People are going to figure out a way to get me around it. You're going to spend all that money on that for what? I just, I mean, I get I get the point of it's it going to prevent something. But when people are drunk, they're not thinking clearly anyways. Like, you're not going to be like, oh, let me not drive. No, you're going to figure out a way to drive. I mean, if you blow it into it and a free Uber shows up, then by all means, let hook it up. Uh-huh. Not a free Uber. <laughs> it comes out your check. <laughs> Right. They, check, they freaking deal with everything else. Yeah, that, uh, could you imagine that? Uh, that oh, reminds me of um, one of your taxes. Um, I saw something the other day. It said the new Teslas have the capabilities of when the car has uh, something that's broken on it. The car has the capabilities of ordering the parts from the mechanic for you uh, automatically uh, when it does a self-diagnostic. And so the car can charge things to your I account. Wow. I heard about I were you were you the one talking about that last time? No, I just I, just I, 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 I heard I about that on the radio. I, I just saw it. That. Like, man, like can you imagine your, your car to clean that your bank account because yep. of need some new tires? Especially a Tesla. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be driving a Tesla at all. But hey, speaking of drinking 
and Ubers and things like that. Tell me if this Uber driver justified for what he did. Uh-huh. So a guy, he was um, on a business trip in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And he's drunk or whatever the case may be. So he gets an Uber and he puts his location to go home. Now, he's in New Jersey. His home is in Connecticut. Uh-huh. So somehow or another, the Uber driver drove this man all the way to Connecticut. Uh-huh. Meaning that he probably had to stop for gas and all this other <laughs> stuff to get this man home because the man was in too too uh <laughs> to realize that where he really wanted to go was his hotel. So I think his um Uber ran him like a thousand and something dollars. So he started a GoFundMe to pay help pay for the money he lost because he was stupid enough to just, you know, not take in consideration, A, I need to go to my hotel, not actual home, and too drunk to wake up and realize I've been on the road for however long it takes to get from New Jersey That's to Connecticut. You get. Don't I don't see what the problem is. Exactly. That's his job. <laughs> and then if he wouldn't have, took, if he wouldn't have took, him, if he took him the hotel and was supposed to go somewhere else, it's his fault because you can't read someone's mind. That's where they wanted to go. That's where they wanted to go. Not even just that. The man had to approve the destination. Right. He he put the destination in and hit select, and get it right, and the <laughs> man showed up. It. Confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm not justifying this man at all. I'm not justifying it at all. But when you're drunk, you you're thinking, man, I want to go home. So they have a thing on your Uber where it's like your common locations that you go to yeah. using Uber. I get it. But why is that the Uber's fault? Because he was... Oh, it's not the Uber's fault. It's just kind of like, damn, I feel you. I wouldn't support your GoFundMe. I think you're <laughs> stupid. But I understand. You know, you remember uh, back in 99 when we were all in the Navy, they used to give us those uh, those Arrive Alive cards. Like yeah. The, the cards that they used... There was a, uh, The Arrive Alive cards for everyone that, that's listening or watching this. <coughs> the card that the Navy gave us that we could call any cab company this is before uber was a thing you could call any cab company and you would give them this card and it would take you back to the ship for free if you didn't have nothing else you could use that hey don't just i used to use that to go to church with i didn't have a <laughs> you're horrible no no but no i'll take it a step further we used to have sailors that used to ask for those every weekend not as uh because they they knew that if they had that card, they would get a ride for free. So it's like, hey, I used my Arrive Alive card last weekend. Can I get a new one? And like That's the funny. and they ultimately canceled that program because they were spending way too much money on just um, trying to get sailors rides because they they were taking advantage mm-hmm. of that program. So, but, I mean, it helped save some people. I'm pretty sure those Arrive Alive cards stopped DUIs and stuff like that. But Remember when we first got in, they used to have the little white van. I was just gonna talk about that. The duty van. The OVR van, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have that come out at like two o'clock in the morning, have a certain location. Yep. Pick the guys oh, up. Man, that's hilarious. Or someone that was on duty that you know drove that van, drove yep. that van. Like, hey, can you pick yep. us up here at this time? Right I'm gonna get you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> man. That's funny. You guys know Gary Owen? Yeah, I know Gary Owens. Yeah. So, you know, he was a uh, inmate actually in San Diego. Yeah, he was. Yep. He was talking about how he used to um, 
He was like he like he wrote somebody up one time, and it was right before he had to get off work, and he was like he stayed at work for another three or four more hours, and he was like, I'm done. He was like I was done at that point. He said somebody came to the um, I guess it was a group that came from Mexico, mm-hmm. and they made it back to the boat or made it back to base, and he called him. Mm-hmm. He was like, so let me get this straight. You were able to drive from Mexico back to America. Didn't I get caught. That. You didn't get caught on the freeway. You didn't get caught by on-base security. Hey, man, you seem like a champion to me, man. Go home. <laughs> Just let him go. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, look, I mean, I, I understand. I ain't saying what he did was right, but if you're literally about to get ready to get off and you catch somebody driving under the influence and you know that you doing the paperwork is going to put another four hours on your clock and being at work and you just worked a 12 hour shift. Hey man, you, you know what? I see you guys, you're trying to do the right thing. So I'm, I'm going to let you go today, but don't, don't get caught. <laughs> <For real. laughs> If you get caught, I, I didn't stop you. I didn't stop it, it, you. Hey, <laughs> man, y'all, y'all make it back safely. Y'all, y'all, y'all done made it this far. Y'all, y'all keep going. Oh, man, that's funny. Man. So we were looking, we were talking earlier about um, just some different things. And I think one of the, the biggest things, I think me and Steph were talking about it, um, people, not 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 necessarily in, in accidents or, 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 doing, or doing crazy things, but when crazy things happen, people recording recording instead of actually getting involved uh to help out um i i thought that was i i I know i personally had an experience with that um when i was actually in san diego ironically i was on the way home from base and um there was a guy he like literally drove past me and he didn't realize, I guess, because he was on his phone texting and driving, and he drove off, drove off the highway. Like in the the way the freeway is, uh, northbound goes uphill, and southbound comes under, like uh, under the uh, underpass. And so he drove from the northbound side, went over the guardrail. The car flew th- in the air off the hill and landed upside down. Uh, on the southbound side of the highway. And so when we finally got up to where he is and where he was, um, the car was upside down and you could see him still in the car. But more than that, like people had pulled over, but they weren't helping. They were literally sitting on the highway with their cell phone recording the accident. And me and a bunch of guys um, literally stealing uniform ran down the hill to pull this man out of his car because it's literally smoking and on fire and someone had the nerve to uh as we were trying to help this man out of his car like leave him in the car don't take him out of the car he could sue you don't 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 take him out of the car and so i'm like man we got to get this man out of this car before he dies in here but yeah like it's 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 crazy people they 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 rather record then actually help out. I think that we're, we're living in a crazy time. I take it a step further when it comes to that. Like a comedian said it best is like, um, anytime something happens, we want to feel like we're included mm-hmm. in some way or another. 
I don't know if this makes sense, but um, like inclusion is a hell of a drug. Can we agree with that? We all want to relate to something or mm. everything. So you have incidents. I think me and um, Steph talked about this. You have an incident where people will shame a celebrity their whole career. The moment they die, the first thing they do is post thoughts and prayers. I'm mm -hmm. so sad by their death and everything like that. And it's like, but you was the same person not even a week ago talking shit about this person. Yep. I, Go ahead. Sorry. Now, so I remember, uh, you know, the girl, uh, Jess with the mess. Which one? Jess with the mess. Mm -mm. Well, she's a celebrity from Baltimore. Comedian, right? Like a yeah, comedian. Person? Yeah, from from Baltimore. Uh, just hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just hilarious. I was just with the mess is her her segment that she was doing for celebrity news. But yeah, just hilarious. Um, and she's from Baltimore, where I'm I'm from, and uh, you know, celebrity back at home, and well, nationwide now. But mm -hmm. I remember when um, Chadwick Boseman had lost all that weight from doing chemo, and she was just like dragging him online about his weight loss and things like that and it came out after he had died that um you know he you know had cancer and so she was in the news like oh my god you know i'm, I'm sorry i won't talk about people no more you know i, I didn't know I, do, I was just doing this for entertainment purposes and people was really getting after her about that because you know when when the black panther died everybody the, the whole world's you know stopped to, to pay homage yeah yeah but even then, though, it's like she was talking about him while he was living. And it's like, if she knew the situation, of course she wouldn't, you know, say the things she said. But at the same time, it's like, it's jokes. It's supposed to be funny. Like, I don't think it was meant to be disrespectful or anything like that. So, but I still feel like you gotta be, you gotta be accountable for what comes out your mouth, regardless if it's a joke or not. I mean, I think that's there's a lot of things that I said back in 2005, six, seven that I wish I never would have came out of my mouth, but I can't take those back. Whether I I was a, a child, you know, I was a kid. We were all children back then. We all have to be accountable for what we've we've said in the past or what things that come out of our mouth, regardless of joke or not. There was a lot of things that we we I know I've said in the past that I wanted to bring back and I can't. You you've said it. I feel you have to be accountable, comedian or not. Those are people. Those are humans. Like accountable to who though? Like it's like if. Let's just say, if you said something to me, right? Mm -hmm. And that hurt me. And I die like a day later. Mm -hmm. Friends or not, I know who you are as a person. So if that's how you really feel about me, like don't change up because I'm dead. Like keep that same energy. And <laughs> no, I'm being, I'm being, I'm being serious. Like I hate, <laughs> I'm laughing hate. because I'm just like, you know what? Me and Mike been friends for the last past 15 years, but the last conversation we had, I called him a piece of shit. And he told me to keep that same energy. So, so fuck him. That piece of shit's dead. Good riddance. Yeah. Like, like, no. No, no but man. it's not no. about, I'm not, it's no. not about, it's not about the person, how, what you, it's not, I guess it's not about what you think about somebody. Like, I, I, it's, not, it's not that what you think about somebody. I think it's just, like, how do I? I'm, um, yeah, what you think about somebody is what you think about somebody. So, yeah, don't change up and say, okay, I hate this person, blah, blah, blah. But I'm just saying, 
you should be accountable for what comes out of your mouth. Regardless, I'm not saying, of course, people should be real about what their thoughts come out of their mouths as far as the person that they're talking about, right? If you think that they're a piece of shit, you think they're a piece of shit, regardless if they're dead or alive, you do. But I also feel like then the per then stand by that. You're if you're gonna be if you're gonna say that about this person, joke or not, then stand by that. You're gonna be accountable for those those things, whether it's a joke or not. That's what I'm saying. Like you can't like I feel like gotta be accountable to her herself because then she's retracting what she's saying. Oh, I wouldn't have said that if this happened. Then don't say it. Okay, okay. I yeah. I feel that. And that's that's all I was saying is like if you like let's just say like we're friends, right? And let's just say hypothetically I'm always late on something. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. <laughs> if if I die or something like that, if you guys somebody speaks and says, Oh, I was scared to come up. I mean, I wasn't sure if I made it on time because you know Mike late to everything. Like I thought he'd be late to his own funeral. But it's like, I would like that because that's speaking of who I am, like my character. And I know it's no ill will meant towards that. I don't want people to sit up and just say, oh, Mike was a good dude, da 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 Say how you really feel. So, so. I don't tell you I'm a jerk face. Let, let me uh, ask this then, because I see the military does it, and I know I probably get some, some flag for this. You can send me the hate mail for this, but I've always found it interesting that, you know, been in the military for so long, I've seen people who literally, <coughs> who literally were like the the headache of the place where, where they worked at and just did people wrong. And it was just like, they were in trouble 24 seven. And then unfortunately something happened to them and they, they passed away for whatever reason. But then once that person dies, the military, they will paint them out to be the, the best sailor or the best service member we ever had. They want to get give them posthumous awards where they they give them a, you know all these accolades and things. And I'm thinking to myself, like, if this person was all of this, if you felt like this, why didn't you give them the, their roses while they were here? Yes. You know, if, if, if you honestly felt like that, don't wait until the, the, the person's dead because you and I, we all know how this person is. It's just like, I feel like, like it's like one of those things, if you ever go to a black funeral and you know that the person that's in the, that is in the casket that didn't live the rough life, but the first thing they tell you that at the funeral that they found Jesus at an early age, you're like, Jesus ain't got nothing to do with this. <laughs> hey, I'm going to say it because it needs to be said. You can't send somebody to heaven by what you write in that eulogy. <laughs> I think it's just to be. I think it's just to be kind. I think people just do it just to because they fast. I I agree as far as don't you know give the roses while they're here. But I think it's just to be kind. People do it. I mean, you you read every time someone passes away. What do you hear? Their smile lit up a room. They didn't even smile. But you know that's always that's always something you're gonna hear. People always say that in the uh -huh. news, the media. That's always you never hear a negative. I, I I some, but, some people, but some things should be said like you shouldn't be like oh like if pookie sold drugs or killed somebody like two days like before he died and y'all said he's smiling in heaven right now no he not <laughs> oh bro no, that, that, that reminds me there was this uh two things this this pastor was like so all y'all y'all honestly believe that 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 all, all your everybody relatives in heaven looking down on us huh that's 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 what y'all believe, 
<laughs> and then I saw this video on, I think it was like Instagram or, or YouTube or something where um, they, they were at a funeral and then the dude was just like, um, I didn't want to come up here and say this, but y'all in here crying for this man when y'all know he was stealing money from grandma. <laughs> like, it, 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 <laughs> He was stealing. He was he was stealing money from grandma up until last week, and then y'all ain't any y'all said nothing, and y'all ain't here crying. Like, and, and somebody tried to take the microphone away from him. And He's like, nah, nah, y'all gotta hear this. I gotta no, hear this. No, no, like, be honest with people. Are. Like, that's funny. Like, I just want people to re remember me for who I am, not the picture that people gonna make me out to be. Yeah. Like. Mike, uh, Michael was a giving person. Like, I remember I went on a day with him and person. he paid for everything. Like, <laughs> if be like here, that's a lie. He, he paid for everything. Stop the fear. Stop. Yes. <laughs> I need y'all to rewind that real quick. As Mike would say, stop it right now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys go to Jack in the Box? Yeah. <laughs> mm -mm. So you were talking earlier, Brown, you were talking about that story that, you know, initially we we're talking about the whole social media situation or people just recording. Uh, uh -huh. The reason why I had brought that up is um, the day, the night of the night before Halloween, we were on our way to my brother's house. All of us were going to go trick or treating. Mm -hmm. And my nephew asked me if I had seen a video that was on TikTok. I don't do the whole TikTok freaking situation, but um, he was like, I want to show you something. So he showed me this video and it was about a guy who had just witnessed a crash in front of him he had gotten out of the car and he started recording the people in the car and they were dead oh um, wow they had passed you know one of them mm -hmm. was like i guess like in half the other one was like windshield in the windshield and the other one of them was moving um but i guess in my in my head it's like how are you so consumed with recording it when this person you know is losing their life or, mm -hmm. or who's to say that you couldn't have done something to these to help these people out right like you're recording like he was and he was just saying oh my god look at this person look at this person and mm -hmm. i guess in my head i was thinking i was thinking like could you imagine these family members seeing this video mm -hmm. i mean it's out there you know how how is it okay for us to post live videos of this type of thing like how is it okay for us to I, I was in shock, you know, to see that type of video. And I was like, I could I could not believe how the wow. person grabbed a video and it was so like gruesome. I didn't even, I was like, there was no way they'd post that. Cause my nephew was telling me, you know, it's on there. And I was like, there's no way they'd post it. No. Your, your yeah. nephew's a kid, huh? My nephew's just turned 16. Wow. And, 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 and yeah. And it like, was just a video that had, and I think it was in San Antonio, but it was just a video that had posted and it was just, and you could hear him, I guess the cops and stuff had come a couple of minutes later and he's telling them like, oh, this guy's dead or, oh, this guy's this, this situation. But it, and he's just like in the way of the cops. I didn't watch the whole video cause it was really a lot. Um, but, uh, he was telling the cops like, oh, this person's, you know, this person's dead. This person's right. looks like this person. And I just feel like, it's not, I don't understand how it's that serious to, to that be the first to capture crazy. it, you know? Yeah. They, 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 I remember when I worked at the hospice user ago, they would say about the news, um, if it bleeds, it leads, right. which means like, you know, if, it, if there's a, a, a gruesome story that's out there, that's the first thing that they're going to try to put on the news. But right. now everybody's, everybody's a news broadcast. Everybody's right. first on the scene with, with well, their phones phone. and, and everybody wants to be 
the first, first right. so if you somebody dies or whatever it's like i want to be the first person like fuck the person who just lost his life right. i want to be the first person to record it like when um like i still bring this up to this day when dmx died it was like this man wasn't even dead yet but you have people posting on um facebook thoughts and prayers to dmx or whatever not because they really want to give their thoughts and prayers. They just want to be the person to tell someone that DMX died. Right. That's, I guess that's my biggest problem with um, social media is never like even, um, so I had a friend die um, Friday from COVID. And it's like people who never, you know, talk to this guy or anything like that. They're just friends with him on Facebook. Just wants to post pictures of saying, rest in peace and more the lines of, hey, I knew this person instead of, you know, actually giving condolences or just messaging the family members and just saying, hey, um, I heard what happened to Marquise or whatever. I just want to give you my thoughts and prayers. You want to put it on social media so everyone can see. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, it's strange that you say that. And I heard somebody else make that argument a few weeks back is that when someone dies, everyone automatically goes digging for pictures through the archives from years ago, from years old and golden, mm-hmm. um, and and post this picture from from ten years ago. But you got this man's phone number. You had his contact information. Why didn't you reach out to him? Why didn't you call him? Find out how he was doing. Don't rush to post a picture, y'all. Now this to show that that you know that you were yeah that y'all are friends or y'all are connected. Like, you know, you if you know you were connected, you don't really have to show that because you right. know you 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 know internally. But like you said, some people want to feel like like I said, it's almost like a self-gratification kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah, this, you know, I'm I'm a part of this too. So let me, you know, tag myself in by finding a picture or, or something that, that's associated or, or related to this person. But I think that's just the like that's you said, the, the times we're living in. People, you know, just want to you know put themselves in stuff but i'm not even sure that they are really realize how it looks overall but yeah. the craziest thing is like i think okay so my dog's freaking over here i think that um the craziest thing is my grandfather passed away a couple of months ago and we didn't have the, we didn't have the closest relationship mm-hmm. um and all the grandkids had posted pictures of him with them and because they were pretty really close and so my brothers and sisters weren't that close as far as the relationship with him and so we struggled with posting pictures um speaking on it um of course of course we loved him of course you know it was sad to see him to see him pass but i felt like i couldn't bring myself to to do it for social media you know what I mean? I felt like, I felt like, and that was, and it's kind of hard because I can only imagine, I guess I think about like the judgment I got from my, my cousins as far as, oh, you didn't post a picture of grandpa or, oh, you didn't, mm-hmm. you know, say sorry. But I felt like I don't need, like, I don't have that relationship right. with him to be able to, you know, to have, to have that, you know, the, you, to post that, yeah. to do that. And you're and not I, obligated to do that. Right. And I think that the thing is, is like, I guess in in my head, I, I, I've never dealt with that. I've never dealt with a family member passing away and yet having a relationship and how do I handle that? You know, so I, I definitely struggled with that. I think that's comes back to just the social media, social media expectation or this, you know, the society expectation is people pass away, you're supposed to, you know, say sorry and you're supposed to post pictures and you're supposed to be memory lane. But I also felt like I couldn't be, I don't want to say fake, but I just didn't have a relationship to make it up. 
it wasn't you to do that. Yeah. But it's not even about um, like when you post things on social media. Honestly, we all do it is for some type of validation. And when you post like, you know, thoughts and prayers and stuff like that, like a comedian said it best. Anytime somebody posts thoughts and prayers and didn't give any of their time or energy towards the things they're saying their thoughts or prayers about, it's like a wedding photographer who only takes selfies. <laughs> and I agree that 110% is like literally like, you know, um, you know, DMX has died, DMX just died, but don't forget about me today. Yeah. Like that's what your thoughts and prayers are. I, like, you, sorry, I'm not going to no, go there. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, I, I had, uh, it, it reminds me, it's not uh, as, as <coughs> severe as death, but it reminds me of our work where we have like when people leave or transfer and they have like these going away dinners or banquets and then at the end of it before it's over they want to have a round table and have everyone say something nice or memorable about the person before they leave and i remember one time we did this for a guy who i thought was just an absolute scumbag just a douchebag i i i this guy he irked my soul and it was just like Brandon, do you want to say something nice about, uh, you want to say something nice about Tim? And I was like, oh, the first thing that came to my mind, I was just like, you know, what, 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 what can I say about Tim that hasn't been said about Iraq? Yeah. And, and somebody, uh, our boss was, he was a boy. He that's, was a boy. that's that's what you really going to say. I'm like, what? Like, you know, I don't, I don't really have that many experiences with him, and the and the few experiences that I did have weren't all that great. So, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and, and stand up and act like you know things were were, were all awesome. good. Yeah, yeah that, that that ain't it. Yeah, that ain't I, me. So yeah. I, I definitely relate to to that. So, sorry. Yeah. Same thing when it comes to. Um, I'd even def like relate like everybody like social media is just like I said validation. So people are in relationships who literally not happy in a relationship, but you have an audience, you have followers, you have friends. So you got to make sure that your relationships looks like it's like the greatest thing in the world. And sometimes reading these little um, headlines to these. Um, pictures, it's just like, really? Like, anytime somebody says very or so with like four or five O's, they will. <laughs> I, I disagree with you on that whole, I don't think everyone does social media just for validation. I don't think everyone does it just for the show. I don't think it's, everyone does it for that. I don't think it's so, that. So what reason would you have to post pictures of your relationship, what you're eating, um, I don't know why people do. I don't. I mean, everyone has their. I think that people post like for us. People post on pictures of like our family because we don't live in the same states because we don't know each. We don't have. That's just what we do. Here's the pictures of whoever. Like I don't. I don't think everyone does it just for validation for people to see their like. No one knows anything. Like no one knows. People know very little about myself. But I know there's posts on social media. But I don't think when I post it's about validation. But like, so here's the thing. We all like. As human beings, we all seek some type of validation in some way or another. You can't generalize it like that. It's it's true. Like everybody, 
everybody on this planet wants to be accepted for who they are. Not not who they are, but they just want to be accepted in some way, some way, shape, form, or fashion. Is nobody like I call bullshit on anybody who says I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about me. You do. If you have a kid, you have somebody in your life, not necessarily the whole world, but you have people in your life that you want their acceptance. And the world would be a much better place if everybody accepted people for who they were. But we don't. That's why you have people wearing these high-end um, clothes that they can't afford. That's why you have people posting pictures with their ass hanging out because that's the type of validation they feel like that's the only type of validation they can get. Well, I, I, I feel like we're, 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 we're delving into some different areas, but I, I, I don't think that's all solely based off of validation alone. I, I, I think that yes, people want to feel valued. People want to feel loved. People want to feel needed, and that they, they get it however they feel is uh, uh, appropriate. Generally, you will want you will want to get these things at home, but un unfortunately, people don't get these things at home. They don't have people at home to tell them that they love them or care about them. So they go out in the streets and try to find it. And sometimes the the the, the, the easy and, and quick fix now. Is online. I remember um, a few months back, there was this girl online and she had posted, she was just going in one day on her boyfriend about uh, how he had cheated on her and he was a POS and she was putting the screenshots of the messages and the girl that, how she, how you gonna cheat on me with this? And, you know, you, you know, you, after all this we had together and did together, you left me. I'm so hurt. I'm crying and I need somewhere to go, y'all. And somebody take me in and people are reaching out to this girl. And then the very end of the day, we get back together. We back together, y'all. We back <laughs> together. <laughs> we back. He said he's sorry. And, um, you know what? We got a lot of history. We So we back together now. And I, 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 I accept it. And so, so I remember somebody posted a comment like, "The next time y'all go through something, please don't put it online. Don't, 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 don't take us through this because we we don't want to be in y'all business no more." But that's but that that's another thing. People have social media for like I'm not saying everybody, but the majority of social media is for validation and judgment. Well, I mean, if that's that's if that's what you're using social media for. You definitely gonna get it. You but, won't like, get it for sure. But I mean, look at it. Like, people will literally go on Facebook to like a page. Like, you have people who would like the Dallas Cowboys page <laughs> on Facebook just to say they don't like the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> like you to mention it, we're not even talking about Dallas Cowboys. I'm well, I was gonna say, well, just to talk about it. Hey, hey, hey. I'm, not, Cowboys, I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. I judge the Dallas Cowboys all day. Fuck them. I will not <laughs> sit there and act like I'm a saint, but I'm just like, it's things that I've noticed and I'm guilty of it. Like, some we, like, you have YouTube. Like, if people were in, like, you have a section in YouTube where you can like or dislike something. And not only will people dislike it, they will tell you why they dislike it. Oh, this is classy. Cancel this, cancel that. It's like, if you don't like something, it's simple as don't listen to it. But you gotta share your opinions because you want people to feel like you. Which, well, I mean, somebody, I, I hear people tell say now, it's not 
especially when it comes to relationships, it's not official until it's Facebook official. And so, I mean, I think that not real. Face, face, like you said, even though it's, it's not real, people feel like when you make a declaration on your Facebook page uh, and into the public court of opinion, that that's just as good as gold. Facebook carries weight. So yeah, Facebook gets you fired. Facebook gets you in jail. Facebook gets you all kinds of stuff. It, it reminds me of one of these things I saw uh, early in the week where a, a guy was saying he was dating a girl and she never posted him. And so he took her phone and decided to go live and introduce himself to, to everybody <laughs> in her life. <laughs> That's crazy. But That's crazy. I have a question, though. Yep. So, speaking <laughs> of things like that, in your personal opinion, when it comes to relationships, for a dude to do some shit like that, mm-hmm. when a relationship ends, who do you think suffers more? Like when a relationship, when when you when you break when you broke up, who suffers more in the relationship? Yes. Hmm. I, I think I think that I would say men suffer more when when uh, when they break up in their relationship, and here's why: because I feel like men suffer more because they gotta hide it, and when you gotta hide something. That's when that's when you're doing double work. Women get the the, the opportunity to, to cry in public. He he left me. This is the woman he cheated with me with, yo, and and all this. And then, then you know you know man, he just got to take it on the chin and you know act like ain't nothing going on. And you know I'm a, I'm gonna be strong and carry on. Meanwhile, he in the car, you know, in the Sam's Club parking lot crying. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, chocolate. <laughs> I will take it a step further. When a man, I mean, when a relationship ends between a man and a woman, there are like 30 dudes in a woman's inbox (laughs) waiting on that day for her to post the single. Like if a woman goes from in a relationship to single, first thing she do, check her inbox. And it's got 30 messages like, uh, are you oh. okay? <laughs> That's a lie. That is, is a lie. No, no, no. That is not a lie. lie. That is not a lie. That is a lie. Like, there's no... Her, her, her at work up. husband already in her inbox. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, her work husband. Yeah, yeah. he's in <laughs> there. No, I yeah. think that's a lie. I don't think, that, I don't think that's just girls <laughs> people lined up. I think that's the same thing for a man. When he gets broken up with, who does he go to? Talk to the girl with... That he was crying on. That was just my friend. He was just a shoulder to cry on. And now they're freaking having babies. <laughs> Somebody told me, the last person told me, for a woman, a shoulder to cry on one day is a dick to ride on the next. Oh. <laughs> We're not talking about girls, talking about guys. Oh, but no, I was, I was talking about girls. <laughs> I know you were. But no, I it's... Don't, I don't know. I don't know as far as, like, who... Is her? I think it's the person who is most more emotionally invested. Like who you know? I think that there's always some person who's a little bit more in the relationship, and I think that's the person who hurts the more hurts the most. I'm not saying it's like ridiculously uneven as far as person caring, but I feel like that's like who's gonna hurt the most? Hurt the most? I think about yeah. I don't know. I don't know. No, no, I'll stick with men. Men, men, yeah, men gotta hold it in. 
but I don't know, women, women be having them, 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 them reflashes. Like, what I mean by reflashes, they be bringing up stuff with their new man that, that took, that happened in 99. Like, that's been for 10 years. Like, that. just, just can't, can't, can't let, can't let nothing go. Just, they <laughs> shell shocked and triggered by everything. I got, like, I got a notebook, man, like, this is what happened in 1999. I remember I was talking to somebody. No fucking tomato. <laughs> he left me. <laughs> he, he told <laughs> somebody, somebody told me like I was dating this guy and he, he told three jokes in a row and it made me think that is he trying to be funny because he's trying to get me uh, trying to get me to do stuff with him or maybe he does he was he does this with all his women and he's trying to get oh me like God. that last guy got me and I'm not going I'm not going to let his jokes like I'm not going to let him <laughs> laugh me out of my underwear I'm like look whoa 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 straight left she yeah, went like, like oh wait and I'm, I'm just I'm just saying to myself like you just it, like to us it seems like outrageous but sometimes in people's minds like these things are legitimate it's like these right. th- these things are, are very legitimate where you got people that are, are counting the mileage in, in people's cars to see how people, far yeah. they, they're going um, they, people will say um, where, where you at right now or well, I'm at work send me a pin drop to show me that that, 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 that you at work right now like it's it's but like you don't answer a phone call and it's like hello i just called you um you know what if you want to talk to me just whatever and i'm like dude you had a whole you know fucking what? argument by yourself you had a whole argument by yourself <laughs> like a whole argument i can't i was I, I sent you a message you ain't hit me back you know what have a nice life exactly what that's like and i'm like okay breathe like what nice. the be how do we get here like what the fuck how the hell did that happen yeah but men men hurt more i'm sticking yeah, up for the men well i don't know maybe maybe you only say that because you're a girl <laughs> i mean i think in my relationships i've hurt more than the other guys but i mean in like five years when they had bad relationships. I think it's bad karma, though. Back in the no, I must say, because Steph, she always, the, the, the men always be hitting her up 10 years later. Hey, girl, how you doing? Yeah, I'm telling you. Cassiano, if you get into a relationship right now, and let's say you're together for four or five years, and you meet some more guy friends along the way, the minute you go from relationship to single, instantly, Hey, stranger, how you been? Haven't heard from you in a while. I know. <laughs> hey, stranger. Ah. Yeah. You see that Denzel, that Denzel meme where it's like when, when your crush posts that she in a relationship and he throw the paper down on the desk like. <laughs> yes. yes. People nah. like. That's why, that's why I think it's easier for women because when men get out of relationships, we don't have the slew of women in our DMs just waiting us, on us to get out of a relationship. I think you may have that. Girls get over relationships faster than guys. I guess I'm going with y'all's side. Is because they've already like kind of processed it. Like they got themselves to the point where they're done. Like they've tried in their head and they're like, all right, I'm good. Like if I'm if I'm like if I'm telling you I'm done, I'm done type of thing. Okay. So, so basically, go ahead, sorry. No, go ahead, Mike. So what you're telling me 
Cassiano is that I'm definitely not telling you that. Um, <laughs> you are horrible. I agree with <laughs> nobody. Nobody. <clears throat> you can't even agree with Brandon. No, because he's on your side today. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like, I, I'm just. I'm. I'm. It's. I feel like when 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 women break up, it's just like they have a, a slew of resources, support groups, chat rooms, pages, outreach networks, and it, I just need a day. I just need a day to. All right, good. <laughs> okay. But men, men got men got to be strong. Process it. Can't. Oh like you know, what, what, what a man look like. Tell, telling the girl that he went now, you know what? I'm 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 in my feelings right now because what we're what we're dealing with right now is reminding me of something that took place in my previous relationship. Yeah, <laughs> see, see, <laughs> exactly, exactly. I, I don't and, have time for those emotions. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> see that right there. <laughs> I can't deal with those emotions. They make me feel very uncomfortable. I can't do it. It's just too much. The worst thing I think I've ever seen was that um, when Jada was explaining, no, it, that's the second worst. The first was, um, what's the dude's name? Derek Jackson. <laughs> trying to explain oh, yeah. His, his wife relationship. in their conversation. Bro, yes. That was a but whole the, hot mess. Yes, it was. But the, the second was Jada Pickett trying to describe her relationship with uh august and i'm so tired of him man god i'm tired of him but you seen the hurt in that man's eyes when they, they, like, they created a whole meme out of it i know yeah, like poor will smith when i seen it y'all ever seen the episode of fresh prince when his dad left him he was like to hell with him yeah That's how like goes, right Flashback. yeah like i was like i just kept feeling like why she don't want them, man? Like, <laughs> Bruh. They, oh, they, they had, um, they, they've been going back and forth about their, their sex life, about Jada how saying that how Will couldn't please her in, in the bedroom. And then I think today something came out where Will Smith made a public statement saying that um, he was, he was, he made it, he was determined to satisfy Jada or was willing to die trying. And I said to myself, good God almighty, what kind of man or what kind of woman is this? But you know what? There is some woman out there like that saying, that's right. Like, <laughs> like yes, yes. That's his job. Good job. I'm glad he realized what his job was. Yeah. No. 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 I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. We got feelings too, damn it. Well, y'all better keep that shit to yourselves. <laughs> no, fuck, fuck Will, that. Will, Will Smith featuring 50 Cent, get hard or die trying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like. He's too damn emotional. No, that's what, that's no. what's wrong with Jada. She's too hood. No. He's too fucking fat. He's no. Too sensitive. What, All right, I'm going to be real, son. I'm going to be real, real for a minute. Be real. <laughs> what, what, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? Like, we're teaching men that it's okay to be emotional, 
but at the same time, you know, don't be too emotional. It's like catering to your, like I get catering to your women, but I also get at the same time where you don't want to be a pushover. But it's like we had that fine line where women want a guy that they can't, you know, push over, but they want to get everything from this guy. Like, it seems to me like sometimes women want to suck the soul out of a man, and that's what satisfies them. Does anybody what we, get what I'm saying? What are we talking about right now? Because I, I'm like... Sucking the soul out of somebody. Yeah. <laughs> okay. this, this could be really ambiguous right now, so I'm trying to figure out which direction we're going with this. What okay. are you talking about? He's yeah, sucking the soul out of a man <laughs> in an uh, emotional way. Guys wanted to, uh, to not an oral, not an oral sensation. <laughs> He's talking about girls eating up guys. Like, wait a minute, this just this just went high and right quick. Like, wait Photo a minute, left. Like, Photo <laughs> left. But no, seriously though, like, what, like, what is what is the motive? What is what? what? This is why I think about the whole situation with Jada and Will. I don't think there's anything wrong with being emotional, right? As an emotional, as a guy. But I also feel like not all girls want that soft ass dude. Not all girls want that. Not all girls want that sensitive 24 hours a day. Like I have enough emotions for myself. Like you can have emotions. I'm not telling you not to, I'm not telling you to be cold hearted or not telling anything. I think the first thing they messed up on was putting that shit out there in the public. Cause it's no one's, no one's business what they have going on, whether it was, Brought to the public or not? Um, yeah. Are we echoing? I think yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing a, uh, a echo, so make sure we, uh, if you can. Um, I, I would say that women, yes, although they do have to deal with their own emotions, I think where women go wrong, and a lot of times they don't offer their man a safe space. And what I mean by safe space is a place where the man could take off and lay down his burdens just for a minute and say, you know what? I'm dealing with this. I got going, this is going on. That's going on. I feel hurt in this area. Like I, I just need to shed a couple of tears so I, I can be all right and then move forward. But um, oftentimes they don't get that at all. It's just, I need to be strong. I need to be strong. I need to be strong. And um, when they try to show a little bit of vulnerability, it's just like they get the side eye. Like this ain't what I signed up for. I need I I, I need a man when 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 times get hard. And then when the, I'm not saying that this is right or you know to to justify the means, but when a man goes somewhere else where he can put put his head down or you know find someone else that's going to give him that listening ear, and then it's oh the one thing led to another. It's just like I never even seen how this happened. You know how how did this happen? How did we get some, here? Some guys do that whole cry on the shoulder, cry on the other person's shoulder because that's not who they're mainly with. Like she's not gonna matter. Like she doesn't matter the person that they're talking to. She's not in the relationship. She's she's gonna hear his side of the story and that's it. Right. That, so that's like true. That's a little reason why he goes that way because she doesn't know the whole picture. She's like, oh poor him. He must need a blowjob. Like you know, like. You know what? I mean, sometimes that's what I would need. Like, if you're, like if you're not an emotional person, just like like how's your big um 
how's my baby's day going? Baby not feeling so good. Uh, would a blowjob make you feel better? Yes. <laughs> and we're definitely going some left. go go three thousand, and then I feel like, oh. I feel like <laughs> look, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I don't I, know. I get but, the emotional no, part of it. I, I just don't. I just don't. I don't think that there's anything wrong with being emotion, being emotional as a man. I just think that some guys also don't want to do that with their with the person that they're with. Like they don't want to be emotional well, with the person that they're with. Which is fine because at the end of the day, I think what men really want is just peace. You bring peace into my life, then everything will be fine. But it takes work. It's not easy. Peace isn't easy. I think we may have lost Mike there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he'll be back. But yeah, I think, like I said, everybody does want peace. It's it's you, you, you should definitely be able to have peace in your household. No matter what life throws at you, you should be able to have peace under your own roof. That's the idea. But if stuff is tough and, and at work on the streets and life and then you got to go at home and and wrestle with your partner about stuff it's just like that that ain't no way to live and so eventually somebody gonna find out somewhere i get that i think i mean i understand that i think also it's just women and men i guess being vulnerable with each other because i don't feel like there's i think that um in a past relationships that person's been emotional i've tried to be thing and it's like their own insecurities have stopped them from doing that like their own like they don't want to be vulnerable they don't want to seem in their heads weak so they don't they're not able to like kind of you know so i feel like it mm. kind of goes with guys have to be willing to be vulnerable with the person that they're with and women have to be willing to listen absolutely they, they, they have to put given that space go ahead mike i don't even think sometimes like you know when you do come across you know Sometimes as men, we don't want to talk about our problems. And I get what you're saying. Some men don't like being vulnerable, but when they're with you, all they want is just a peaceful state of mind. If you say, hey, can we, um, do you want to talk about it? It's like, no, not really. And I feel like a woman's job is to say, all right, well, if you need some space, um, we can talk about it. Or let me, you know, is there something I can do to make, you know, you feel better about whatever's bothering you. And that can mean the world to some people because I know there are things that women want to talk about that they're, they don't want to discuss with their boyfriends, but they have friends that they can talk to about. Right. Yeah. Which I think is fine. Like as long, like, I feel like a key to a great relationship is where no matter what the situation is, you somehow or another arguments or anything like that, you find peace before each of you go to bed. Am I making sense? Yes, you are. Yeah, it, it does make sense. I want, I want to ask this, though. <coughs> what What is the cap or what is the limit on bringing people into your relationships or, or reaching outside of your relationships for help? Because let's say some people like, oh, me, I got into an argument with my husband, me and my, my wife or boyfriend, girlfriend are disagreeing. I reach, I, when, when we think, when we don't get along, I go to my mom for help. I call my mom for everything. My mom always gives us advice on our relationship or with the, the, the girls, I go talk to one of my girlfriends about the things that are, that are happening in my relationship. And that's where I get my advice from and, you know, go back and forth. Like, so what, 
what level of influence should other people have on your relationship? And the reason why I ask this because it goes back to the whole Will and Jada thing. Like they're putting this out there in, in, in the in the in the the public, you know, in the public court of opinion. So obviously, people are going to have their their thoughts on this. So, what level of influence should outsiders have on your relationship? What do you think? I I think that you should have a, a safe space for to to, to talk. Like it's your therapist or a, a trusted resource, but you definitely need to be mindful about how you take advice from people because you potentially could bring in a, a fifth wheel into your relationship. So it's like, oh, I'm doing a relationship with me, you and your mom and not, you know, and it's just not, you know, not, it's not going to be good at all because like, you know, information, like, especially when you get another family member involved, um, typically other family members are biased based off of the information that that you tell them they're already siding with you so it's not like you know it's not equal on both sides so i i'd say it's it's dangerous but once you put yourself in your relationship out there and to you know the public to to eat away at like vultures it's 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 your relationship's in a bad state i i i personally wouldn't wouldn't do that i i you know get professional help if that's what you need but the man i hate talking about some he he willing to die trying to please this woman sexually i mean that there are other ways you are, you know, I can see if he said he was willing to die to save his family, die to save his marriage, but die just to, 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 to say for sex, like, dang, bro. Like you're not in the right relationship. Yeah. You if you can't please the sex sexually, they got toys that would like, there's no reason why you should try to go on the verge of killing yourself just to try to please someone sexually. That, that's my thought. How long how long they've been together? Like anyway, to the original question, I don't feel like people should like you can get advice from people from you know a relationship. I mean, how to handle a relationship. But I tell people all day: if you want to keep your relationship where it's at, don't ask me for advice. I'm single, so I'm gonna give you what I would do. But you're in a relationship, so. I can't give you the best advice on how to <coughs> sorry, how to handle your relationship. And when you tell somebody problems that you're going through in your relationship, let's be honest. We don't tell we tell them the bad that they're doing in the relationship. We don't talk about what we did to possibly cause this. And if you talk to someone who's single, who's bitter, who doesn't have anything going for themselves, their first instinct is to not necessarily give you bad advice, but subconsciously, no matter what you say, they're in a miserable state of mind. So they're going to tell you things that make you second guess your relationship. So if you need to get relationship advice from somebody, I recommend you get relationship advice from somebody who's in a steady relationship where you know that they've been together for a while and it's not on the lines of should I break up with this person because nobody can tell you to break up with somebody. You can ask advice all they want to, but if it's not in your heart to break up with that person, then don't do it. Feel me? Yeah, I, I, I get that. I, I recognize that. I, I think that we should be mindful. Like you said, misery does love company. And, but even if you talk to somebody, let's say your relationship you're going through and you're going to talk to somebody that's been together for 25 years, what's worked for them ain't guaranteed to work for you and your relationship. 
but Agreed. they could offer you helpful information but at, at, at the end of the day like you really have to spend the time to to get to know your partner and figure out what it is like how you guys can meet each other's needs and yeah but i'm saying i would rather go to someone like if i was a dancer uh-huh if i want to try to if i want to learn how to dance i'm not going to go to somebody with two left feet to teach me how to cha-cha slide <laughs> I want somebody who knows what they're doing or has experience doing it. But when you have somebody like, I don't take relationship advice from somebody who, you know, hasn't been in a relationship for over, like can maintain a relationship for under three months because they're gonna give you bad advice. They can't be, they can't handle being in a relationship. So what I look like going to them, asking them for advice about my relationship that I want to work out. Yeah, understood, understood. So what do you think, Steph? I don't think anything's wrong with asking people for advice. Um, I think advice is advice. You're going to take it if you know, take it if you take it. Don't take it if you don't want to take it. There's nothing wrong with asking for advice regardless of the relationships that they're in. Because I feel like just hearing different perspectives is kind of a good thing to kind of figure out where you're at. I think the one thing that I um, would be careful with is just talking negatively about the, your partner or your problems that you're going through. Ooh. Because you can't take that back. And let's say that y'all are saying, oh, this is a situation oh, he doesn't do all of this. And then when y'all are all together at a family event, she's like, someone uh-huh. says to me about not being, you know, oh, well, yeah, you don't take out the trash, do you? You know, kind of thing. Yeah. I think that people, that's kind of where you can't take that negative stuff back. And especially me being in a big family, I think like I've, <laughs> I have seen in the past where I've been in relationships and I've said, oh, you know, this negative thing about or a fight we've had or whatever the case may be, and it's come back into the conversation. Oh or my God. Made its way back. Um, and that person's always going to have a negative, you know, um, the family members are all going to have a negative thought about that person because what they did to you six months ago, you know? So I think that's kind of, it's so much advice is advice. I feel like you can get it from anywhere, but I feel like the one thing you got to remember what comes out your mouth, they can't go back in. So who you're talking to and what you're talking about, if, if you're going to really try and say, okay, I'm going to use this friend, at, you know, to talk about whatever with, then be prepared for what's going to come back at you. So. Oh my goodness. Chris, I wouldn't know you was coming to dinner. Uh, <laughs> thought you were working late again. You, <laughs> you still, you still shooting blanks. Stephanie told us about that. <laughs> right? Like, so, you're still not like that. Like, yeah, like, uh, you still like, oh, dang. Like, oh, you still tie the trash like that? Yeah. Like, how would you know? Yeah. This is a nice family outing at Chick Fil A. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, 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 Michael. Put your wallet away. We know you're not going to pay for it. <laughs> we know you're broke. Like, don't, don't, don't yeah. do that. We're, we're, we're not, we're, no, no, we're, no one's getting refills. We're, we're not right. doing this today. We only, we know you only got $50 on your paycheck. You, you know, know what? Like, that, 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 <laughs> this is off topic, but that reminds me of a story when I first joined the Navy. This is like, uh, like early 2000s. And I was, I think I was on the way to San Diego. I was wearing my, my dress blues on the plane. And they were walking around asking people if they wanted to buy uh, headphones uh, for, to watch the movie on the flight. And so I'm digging down to grab my wallet. And the lady sitting next to me, she goes, oh, no, I can't have you spend your little money on, on these headphones. You guys don't make enough money for anything. As a matter of fact, you probably qualify for welfare, don't you? I don't, I said, don't worry, I'm going to pay for these for you. It's the least I can do. The government, we just got a raise, but you probably won't see none of that money. Jeez. I said, dang. Was she, talk- 
Now, when she was saying you guys, did she mean military? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping she was talking about service members. But, yeah, I, I definitely had that experience. That's no, crazy. When she said welfare, she was... <laughs> when she said welfare, she was talking about black people. She was being... <laughs> Ain't no way in hell, like, you guys don't even apply for welfare. Like, she was, she was, that's funny. But yeah, that, that happened, man. That, that, that definitely happened. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, man. This is definitely, definitely, definitely the show. What were you about to say, Mike? Oh, no. Um, yeah, I, no, never mind. There's so much (laughs) stuff I want to say, but you know, I feel like it's my opinion, damn it. That's right. This is our show. Yes. I'll save it for next show. All right. Because <laughs> <laughs> this will be things I'm thinking of. One, if I tell you what it's going to be about, it will be something that I know Steph would definitely want to talk about right now. You would want to talk about right now, so I would just much rather save it for next show. All right. Saving it for next show. Next show it is. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for listening to our show. As always, it is always a pleasure to serve you. We are looking to do a, a live IG day where you guys come out and sit and talk with me, Mike, and Steph and chat it up online live so we can do a little meet and greet, see you guys. We, we uh, love the feedback from the show and, and, and interaction. Um, let us know what you guys think. As always, this like I said, we, we are going to keep plugging these things out and we're going to keep getting better at this. But um, we enjoy your support, and like I said, it, it makes this thing better. Sure does. Agreed, agreed. All right. Well, I'll close it out with uh, uh, make sure we don't have any more safe rounds. Any 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 closing thoughts before we, we shut this thing down? We appreciate y'all coming back. Yes, it's been a pleasure for these past seven episodes to come back in here, you know, get reviews or whatever constructive criticism on how we do this show. And I promise we all have thick skin here, all of us. So if you don't like the way my head is shaped or how I talk or whatever, you know, <laughs> feel free to say so. I can't do anything about my head. If you don't like it, just go to my channel. But if there's something that (laughs) (laughs) but there's something that you can definitely see that can make the show more entertaining to watch or whatever please let us know and if you have any suggestions as far as topics you want us to touch on please let us know we'll get back to you guys accordingly and yeah And, and if you have nothing helpful to say We'll recommend another podcast. So <laughs> I ain't recommending nothing. <laughs> but no, we appreciate you guys as always. Thank you for listening, and we are out of here. Later. Hey.